circadian rhythms, I somehow messed you up. Hi, I'm Lightning Lucas, and welcome to episode 61 of my musical podcast. It's called... So it's been two weeks since we had a normal episode, because last week we had the sizzle reel episode featuring seven snippets of songs that I've done for commissions or specific events, which was trying to get you to decide to commission a song. And if you're still thinking about that, the best way to do it is to hit up my email address, which is in the description of this post or the show notes at holdthatnote.net. If you're new to the show, what we usually do is listen to two songs, one old song from my extensive repertoire of old recordings, and then one new song, or at least one new recording. So today we have an old song called Summer Days, although I'm renaming it Summer Song because there was a song in the recent Beatles movie called Yesterday. Uh, The movie was called Yesterday, but the song was called Summer Song, and I'll talk more about this in a bit, but anyway, I thought maybe if I rename this song, people might uh, search for it. And the second song we're going to listen to is a new one I finished this week called Circadian Rhythms. And it focuses, again, on sleep. So more about the new-ish Beatles movie called Yesterday. Um, I would mildly recommend it. It was a definitely okay movie but I don't think I would take the time to watch it again. But the premise of the movie is that some sort of cosmic event happens and everyone in the world forgets that the Beatles existed. Like, the Beatles just cease to have existed, except for one guy who happens to be a singer-songwriter, a struggling one at that. He remembers all the Beatles songs, and he discovers that no one else knows them, and then he pretends to have written them, and hilarity ensues or at least drama yeah i don't think it's really a comedy so not hilarity but that's the plot of the movie and like i said the reason that i bring it up is because this struggling singer-songwriter in the movie his biggest hit that his couple of fans really enjoy is called summer song and then they make it out in the movie that that song is really actually terrible and all the Beatles songs are way, way better. But it's funny because I don't actually think that's the case. I don't think the Beatles songwriting was really necessarily what pushed them to the top. Although I do think their songwriting is really good. I just mostly think it's that they put in their 10,000 plus hours and they increased the surface area of their luck and then they were in the right place at the right time to grab hold when their chances arose. Anyway, here is my song that I'm now calling Summer Song. I wrote it in the summer of 2009 with my friends 
Jason and Nathan. Autumn came and the leaves changed and when it came with the snow and the rain Spring came in her beauty but nothing gets me like Summer days when to be gone Summer days so sweet Summer days let the sun hit the tops of my feet Oh Autumn brings the chilly nights And winter brings the gorgeous ice And spring yields the flowers fair But nothing compares with Summer days, winter be gone Summer days so sweet Summer days let the sun hit the tops of my feet Um Galaxies, their climate can't compare to these Summer days, winter be gone Oh, summer days so sweet Summer days let the sun hit the tops of my Well, actually, that song had different verses when we initially wrote it, but I couldn't figure out where we had written them down, if we had written them down, and so I had to write those verses that you just heard in 2015 when I recorded that track. Someday I'd like to get together with Nathan and Jason again and try and write even better verses. Anyway, I don't think that song is necessarily a hit, but it's really hard to know what will pique the interest of your audience and what they will ask for again and again. It's really hard to look at stuff that you've written objectively and know whether it's hit-worthy. In fact, I was recently talking to some friends about the fact that most of the time what we want to listen to is what we've already listened to or what we're familiar with. So a song that's appealing is one that feels familiar even if you've never heard it before. Question, question, maybe it's a question, maybe it's a comment. Today's question is an excerpt from One Small Step Can Change Your Life, The Kaizen Way by Robert Maurer, Ph.D., which I talked about, I believe, two or three weeks ago. And anyway, it seems like a kind of random question in the book 
didn't necessarily feel like it fit into the Kaizen philosophy of taking small steps to get large results. However, I really liked it, so I underlined it. And anyway, here it is. How do you know you are loved? My answer to this question would be, you don't know, you just know, you know? That's obviously a bit tongue-in-cheek, but really, I do think that we don't necessarily need to cognitively know we are loved, we just need to feel that we are loved. Of course, it is helpful to regularly say to friends and family members, and especially romantic partners, that you love them, because it's always nice to have a reminder. However, none of this has anything to do with the summer song or with circadian rhythms, so let's move along. I felt that now was a good time to re-release the summer song just because it is starting to feel like late spring or early summer, and the garden is starting to grow, including all the weeds. But this is an episode where the two songs don't necessarily connect that much, other than the fact that they're both about two minutes long and just upbeat, fun songs. Uh, this next one, called Circadian Rhythms, I wrote this week, and is about not sleeping properly, and I played it on my baritone ukulele, which I believe you've heard once before on this show, but I don't think that I mentioned that I was playing it, so I don't even know what episode it's on. But anyway, I got a baritone ukulele recently, maybe six months ago, and it's pretty awesome. So, I hope you enjoy Circadian Rhythms. I think I must be meant to live on the other side of the world Why else would I be so tired in the middle of the day And so wide awake in the middle of the night I think I must be meant to live on the other side of the world Why else would I be so tired in the middle of the day and so wide awake in the middle of the night Circadian rhythms, I somehow messed you up Circadian rhythms, I somehow messed you up What am I gonna do now? Gotta get some sleep somehow What am I gonna do now? Gotta get some sleep somehow I can't just sleep in the middle of the day What will the neighbors say? I can't just sleep in the middle of the day What will the neighbors say? Circadian rhythms I somehow messed you up Circadian rhythms I somehow messed you up 
Well, I think that one's a keeper. Uh, again, I'm not sure if it's a hit. Um, I actually heard recently or read about a an author who promoted the same book for like 20 years, and I'm forgetting the name of the author, and I just Googled it and couldn't figure it out, so uh, it was all answers about how to promote your own book and no answers to my direct question. But I guess my point here is that hits can be sort of decided by the author or the songwriter by promoting them again and again for years and years. For example, two of my songs that I play in almost every gig or show that I do are the Lawnmower song and These Are the Good Old Days, and people routinely ask for them. And I don't think it's necessarily because they're way better than my other songs, but I think it's because I've chosen to promote them. Well, I don't think this episode is going to be as long as usual just because both songs were only two minutes long. However, I did want to sing for you a little ditty that I wrote this week inspired by a Seth Godin podcast episode about the order of the alphabet. Uh, so I wrote an alphabet song. It goes like this. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. And that's not a perfect rendition, but that's okay. And... I wrote the song like that because the normal alphabet song gives basically equal emphasis to every letter, and in my experience, that can make it difficult to jump in in the middle of the alphabet and find the letter that you're looking for, or the, the order of two or three letters. But for my song, you can just jump in H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P, or you can just jump in any of those four sections. Well, I do think that that alphabet song that I just sang you has some prose over the normal alphabet song. I have no false hopes about it becoming a hit. Someone else would have to play it all the time. On the other hand, I think my birthday song, the better birthday song, could gain some market share because I legitimately think it's better. And if I play it for lots of people's birthdays, then maybe some other people will start to sing it for other other people's birthdays. I'm not going to play it today, though, because I played it last week in the sizzle reel. But again, happy birthday to my brother. His birthday is actually tomorrow. Now let's listen to the Patreon patron thank you song, followed by a brief outro. 
Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for your generosity. I could not make music like I do if it weren't for people like you. Well, I know some of you out there are loyal fans and listeners and patrons already and have commissioned songs even, and I thank you so much. Uh, But the reality is I need to step it up a notch. I'm not getting enough growth. Uh, I, I am succeeding in not looking at my stats all the time anymore and focusing on effort, not outcomes. But I do think that outcomes are a legitimate lagging indicator of how well you're doing. So I do think it's important how many listens I get on this podcast. It shows me how well I've been doing at marketing and Basically, what it's showing me is that I have been doing really poorly at marketing, and so I'm looking into figuring out how to hire someone part-time to help me with marketing. So we'll see if that happens. Otherwise, I'll just continue floundering along, and I kind of enjoy that. So if that's how it's going to be, so it goes. But I think I would enjoy more if this show was getting out to more and more people every week. All that said, thanks again so much for listening. Please do tell a couple of friends and you can check out ways to support the show in the show notes at holdthatnote.net. I'm your host, Lightning Lucas, and this has been episode 61 of Hold That